0: Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. Today is Teachable Tuesday, so let's get down to business. So last week we talked a little bit about, well we talked a lot about our uh, 4D Connections training and it broke down the different dimensions that you may find your employees, your uh, management, even your owners, um, where they fit in those dimensions. Are they a two-dimension employee? Are they a three-dimensional or a four-dimension I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that lesson. But today, we are going to be talking about time, intention, and seasons. Now, these are the three key points to forming a successful transition using dimensions. The first one is time. And we discussed earlier that there's a key element added in the fourth dimension. So once again, we have the the first, the second dimension was um just from point A to point B, it was very flat. The uh, third dimension is where we start to add depth. And when you get to that fourth dimension, that's where we begin to add time. It's it's usually something that we don't physically or visibly see, but it's there. And it is that time lapse. It's that period of time within that dimension where things are actually happening and changing. One of the examples that we can take really quickly to explain that is if you see... Um, a flower. If you've ever seen the time lapse of a flower growing from the seed underneath the soil, the roots forming, um, that sprout breaking through that soil, and then uh, the stem grows, you see leaves forming, you see a bulb, that flower changes, um, it is now bloomed, and then we slowly see it maybe slump over uh, when the sun isn't shining. There is a time lapse that is happening there. And so that is what we consider that fourth dimension is when those things are happening, but they're not happening at that fast, quick speed in order to really recognize or realize it, but it's still happening. So when we look at the fourth dimension, now we're talking about time. It's the element of time. Understanding the importance of time can bring clarity in not only fulfilling the purpose of the company, your company but also nurturing the people who are there to assist you in the growth of your company so we're not just bringing clarity to the purpose the purpose your company has a purpose there is a mission there's a vision but we're also looking at that time or the nurturing a part of when you really take time to nurture the people who are working for you so that they can assist you in the growth of your company Time is existent in past, present, and future. We hear this all the time. But we tend to only look at the present when bringing the new employees or in or selecting management. Um, We look at the present time, them being there. It's the here and now. It's what are you going to be able to provide or to give me um, in return for me giving you this position or this job. But what we don't think about is that the success truly lies in the past and the future of those individuals. I want you to hear that. We look at the present all the time, but the success of what is going to take place, it truly lies in the past and the future of those individuals. And we're going to go, we're gonna go uh, more to the heart of the dimension now, okay? So I guess let me help you further understand. So here's an experience um, that I had. Um, there was a moment where um, I worked for a well-known big brand store, a grocery store. It was uh, just under a year that I was there. And it took me a little bit of time after my departure um, to really realize that the time that I was there was part of my training ground to help you in the success of your business. So I knew I had a time. And that time was limited, but it was in that time that was so important for me to really understand and learn. It became my training ground in what it is that I'm able to help you in the success of your business. So I walked into that position knowing that there was a time limit on it. Um, I already knew this, um, and then I I peacefully walked out when my time was up. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before, walking into a position or a job or a place and just knowing you're not going to be there for a long time or, uh, for hardly any time at all. It's not your forever, you know, one stop. Um, and then being able to just walk out peacefully. A lot of people don't get the chance to walk out peacefully. There's usually something that happens There's something that gets triggered. There's an issue. There's a problem. Um, there's a reason why they left. And it's not really because it was just part of the process. It becomes something that is problematic because whatever reason they left for, if it was negative, now adds stress and pressure on that person to seek and to find what it is that they're supposed to be doing um, if it was something that happened, you know, immediately, unexpected. And that's just life. I mean, we go through these things, but there is a way to get through that. Now, during the time, the process of being at this uh, big brand store, grocery store, one of the things that would happen to me consistently throughout my year there was, was what became the confirmation of what I already knew in me just being there on assignment. So several of my coworkers, um, the managers, and actually a lot of my customers, they would just randomly come up and make this statement. And we would be talking, Um, I would be helping them, and they would say, what are you doing here? So the first couple of times, um, I would respond with, of course, well, what do you mean? You know, because I'm just thinking in the now, what am I doing here? I'm working, what do you think I'm doing here? Um, This was always their answer. And they always responded this way. You don't look like you belong here. You should be doing something else. And there's something greater in you. And so I didn't really realize that I looked out of place. Um, I felt out of place at times, but I didn't realize that I looked out of place to the people that I was serving on a daily basis because my heart was just to serve. I just wanted to do my job, do it the best that I could. I knew it was temporary, um, you know, but I had no idea that people could really look and see that I was out of place. So it did shock me several times, you know, the first few times that I heard them. And um, but as time went on, I'd get the same question, and I'd give the same response. And I began to see that the assignment, this assignment, was my opportunity to be the best that I could possibly possibly be in the time that I was there. My heart was to serve people and to make their experience amazing. And when I knew that my time was up. Uh, when I tell you, I literally exited quietly telling only those who needed to know. Like, seriously, I only told the people who needed to know. I didn't, you know, walk around there giddy, hopping around excited. Hey, guys, you know, such and such day is going to be my last day. I didn't announce it to anybody. I walked into my store manager. Um, I walked into my HR person, and I didn't even tell my, my department head. At the time I asked that it not be said because um, I didn't want to get caught up in the well what happened what's going on did somebody make you mad Um, well why are you leaving something had to have happened what's wrong that's a lot of times you can avoid the drama that comes with um, all of the questions people are you know inquiring minds want to know so they they want to find out what the issue was and a lot of people don't really understand when you tell them it's just my time to go, they don't understand that. Why? Because they may be stuck in a situation as well where they don't see anything before them. All they see is the now, what we're talking about. They see the present. They may have a past. They may focus on their past, but because they've been where they are for so long, they don't understand that whole process of transition and knowing that there actually can be something else. There actually can be something greater. Maybe someone never um, told them that they could be a business owner or they could be something great that they've always dreamed about doing. Maybe their purpose was never built upon. So they don't have a full understanding of that. So, I mean, really, if you went into your job and said, hey, I have to go, and they asked why, and you said, because it's just my time to go, I, I don't want to challenge you to do that because you might throw some people off and then be like, wait a minute, are you quitting or not? Um, but it, you'd be surprised to see how many people just really wouldn't understand why it's simply just your time to go. Now, the hardest part in that situation was leaving my customers most. I mean, that was my number one, leaving my customers, the people that I got so used to seeing on a daily basis, the sweet smiles and faces coming through that door. They were happy to see me. I was happy to see them. Um, and then also my coworkers, the ones that I had really grown to love and appreciate and, and, um, just spend time with, you know, so, and, and become friends. There are a couple that I stay connected to, to this day, but, that was the hardest part because you have to walk away from something knowing that there there was a purpose and why you were there and the time is up. But I was so ready to move on to the next assignment. And when I say I love transition, I love it. It can get frustrating. It can become something where you feel like you, you kind of don't know what the next step is just yet or maybe you're, you know, just walking out there on a limb But that transition is such a beautiful place to be because you know that you have completed an assignment and you're moving on to the next great thing. So I want you to understand the key element of past and future is remembering where you came from and knowing what the next assignment is. That is a key element of the past and the future. We know the now, but where did you come from and what is your next assignment? My only wish when I when I left that place was that I added enough value in the present time that I was there to help them thrive in every aspect of their business. You know, that was my, my only wish. I hope that I added the value that I needed to in order for you to thrive, in order for your business to do um, even greater on those days that I was there to know that your customers were even happier on the days that I was there, to know that your my coworkers, your other employees, had an opportunity to be encouraged and uplifted if they came in um, having a rough night or maybe a bad morning, to know that I was there to help encourage them, to lift them up, and to have a great day with them. Because although sometimes I was tired and frustrated, or um, maybe someone had gotten on to me about something um, that was or wasn't my fault, no matter what the, the issue was, I was there to help encourage other people and to do my job the best that I could. So knowing the past and the future of your employees, that's what helps you to establish relationship with your team and also to show that you're interested in helping them to grow and discover their purpose. So this is not just about your business thriving, but this is about the people that are working for you thriving. Understanding who they are. Um, that past and that present is so powerful. And we're going to keep going back over this, but the past, knowing where they came from, not being, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but not, not being nosy to the point where you have to know everything about their life and the details and maybe some of the hard moments in their life, the rough patches, when they were children, whatever, but knowing The struggle, some of the struggles that they went through, the ones that they want to share with you, because you might be the voice that they need to hear where if someone discouraged them and told them they would never become whatever it was that they dreamed about becoming, and here you are able to lift them up and encourage them and tell them, no, I believe in you. I see great things in you. Don't worry about what those people said. Don't worry about, you know, how they made you feel. Everybody's going to have their opinion, but what I see right now and what you are providing to me um, In your position and how you're working and you're giving your whole heart I know that you can accomplish great things And so then we learn The future of that person What is it that you've always wanted to do? I mean, it's a simple conversation, right? We think but a lot of people don't want to take the time or sometimes we're too busy, that's a lot. That's usually the main reason. We're too busy. I'm too busy running my company. I'm too busy trying to work the numbers. I'm too busy trying to make sure that, you know, our inventory is is coming in. And I understand that as a business owner, we have a lot of duties, but we also have a lot of people under us that can help us to thrive in those areas so that we can take our hands off of those things and be able to trust someone else to help us grow in those areas. So, it's knowing their future goals, their future dreams, the things that they have always dreamt about, owning their own business, being a a supervisor when they've always been in an employee position, um, a, a basic employee position, you know, on the floor, or maybe being a CEO of a company or Maybe being the greatest doctor out there. Whatever it is. And here they are working in your job. They still have a dream and a vision. But if we don't know where they're going. And what they have high hopes for. What they are having faith in. They will lose that when they start to feel like the only thing they can ever do is what they're doing right there for you. It is our job as business owners. And our position. And I want to say Even more than that, our greatest joy to be able to watch people grow, to help them grow and to know that when it is time for them to move forward, they have done the greatest thing that they could possibly do for you and maybe even been the very ones to train the next ones coming up behind them so that you're not left losing somebody amazing, but they have prepared several more amazings for you before they left. So another way that I want to say this is nurturing. There's that word again. Nurturing is not just a, a, a mama to, the, to their baby, but you can look at it that way. We are the parent to these children. We are the, the youth leader to our teens. We are the pastor to our sheep. We are the father to our kids. There's, you can say it however you want to say it, but the nurturing is bringing an element of training that says, although this may not be your final stop, I want to help you grow in as many skills as possible so that you can find success even after your transition into the next assignment. And when they transition, there remains a respect of gratitude. They have so much gratitude for where they've been and for you in their life that it it even leaves an opportunity to remain connected for future open doors. There's no burned bridges. Every person that came through your doors had a purpose. And when they walk out, it should only be because their purpose is done. Their purpose in that place is done. They are ready to move on to the next great thing. So we've talked about time, and now we're going to talk about intention. This is the second key. Now, this word carries so much weight. But it's not a heaviness, it's a power. Intention is defined as determination, purpose, significance, or resolve. There's something that I always say, um, and I know a lot of people like to use the word hustle. I don't see the word hustle as a bad thing, but the way that I like to phrase it is, I don't work in the hustle, I work with intention. So I'm not going to get out there and bust my behind, um, be doing just anything. Cause sometimes when we get in the hustle, we can, we can approach hustle with a vision in mind. We can approach hustle with, um, you know, a plan of attack. We know exactly what it is that our goal is, but we can also approach hustle with a, um, I just got to get it done. I got to hurry up and get it done. And it's not done in excellence. It's sloppy. It's all over the place. Um, you're frustrated. You're running, trying to do too many things at one time. So the way that I like to, to see it is I don't work in the hustle, but I work with intention. Now, when we were just talking about the definition of intention and that last word resolve um, is so very important. So resolve means to find an answer or a solution to something. That's pretty powerful, huh? So our employees, our team, our management, they have been brought on to help us find resolve in our business. They are the thinkers and the problem solvers. They are the ones who often have the ideas and the creativity. And I say that because it's not that we don't have the creativity, it's not that we don't, you know, that we can't problem solve. But sometimes we're so exhausted and overwhelmed. And I want you to hear me, leaders and business owners and CEOs and everybody that's at the top, we can get so overwhelmed and so tired and exhausted from doing everything else that if we don't pay attention and we continue to refuse the help that we have, the problem solvers, the creative thinkers, those that have the ideas, those that are going to help you thrive. You're just going to keep taking more of that load and that burden on you. What used to bring you joy now is a burden. And so they are the ones. They're the ones that help us to find the resolve in our business. Many times, they're also the ones that have the gift of patience and care to help our guests or our customers feel taken care of. Um, Even if your customers are expressing a problem they're the ones that help to really um, show that care and that concern if you have nurtured them, if you have shown them the care and the concern, if you have really taken the time to just understand them and show appreciation for them. They are going to be the most powerful aspect of your business, being the ones that can really help and have the patience to, to care for your customers, to care for the very people that come to you to help them with their problem solving because they're coming to you for a product, right? Your customer comes to you because they need something that you have. And so when you have employees that are able to tackle that mission with, a, with the kindness and patience and care in their heart, then your business is even more successful. So even if they do have a problem, your team can solve that problem. It is the intention of the team to purposefully show a determination in significantly solving that problem. Now, does that sound like too much to expect from your employees? Not at all. Especially if they are there on time and eager to grow. I can't say that enough. Especially if they're on time. On time. They are the on time assignment. Um, there's a personal ex- another personal example of mine that I just have to share with you. <clears throat> and this is actually something that showed me the meaning behind um, our brand. We have a brand that's called Love Connects. And uh, we're going to be actually talking about Love Connects next week. But the brand, um, this, this specific incident um, and example really brought that to my heart. So let me share it with you real quick. I remember uh, one day I was working up uh, for this grocery store, and um, we had some pretty intense days. I mean, like days that were busier than holiday shopping days. I was usually responsible for staging and delivering um, the online grocery orders out to the customers. Uh, we had a, a drive where they would come and park and pick up, um, and so... The drive was full that day, and I mean, like, every spot was full. It was so packed that there was um, cars that were waiting in line to park. So I called for backup as I was um, running from vehicle to vehicle and um, just trying to reassure them that we would get to their orders and get them out as quickly as possible. Uh, most of the customers understood Um And if they didn't, they kind of felt sorry for me (laughs) because I was literally running back and forth, sweating and huffing. I mean, it was hot that day. I remember it so clearly. And um, so a lot of them just really felt sorry for me. They were looking at me as I was, you know, they were kind of frustrated and um, irritated. They were getting off of work. You know, they just wanted to get their groceries and go home. Um, So my focus was just to clear the drive and make sure that Each person had the best possible experience. Um, They were definitely being very gracious to me. So just as my help arrived, I was checking a customer in, and the man who was parked beside her got out of his truck, and he began yelling and cussing me out. Um, If you know me, I'm not one to quickly respond. Um, I have a lot of patience. I used to teach elementary middle school and high school (laughs) And so I have a lot of patience for people I try never to be in a hurry unless i'm doing something for someone else But if it's me i'm like just go right on ahead, you know, it's okay Do you need to go before me in line? That's fine um, and so he got out and he started cussing me out and um He said that he had been there longer than a lot of the other vehicles now, I have seen this happen before, so I I totally wanted to sympathize with this man. Um, and like I said, I mean, it, it was busy and confusing out there. So um, several people that were arriving after him had already left. Someone else had already come out and checked on him. But apparently they, they hadn't found um, or delivered his order. So he demanded that I take care of him first. Um... So this is the way that I approached it. I, I assured him that I would get, I would make sure to get to him as soon as I had finished up with the lady that I was helping. Um, but he continued to yell at me, and he was yelling at me in front of all the other customers. <laughs> and I very patiently said, "Sir, I assure you that I will help you as soon as I finish helping this customer." Um, the customer that I was helping was feeling really bad for me at this point, And she actually started to insist that I go and help that man first. <clears throat> but I, I just very calmly told her, no, I'm going to finish with you because I've already started with you. And then I will get straight to him as soon as I get done with you, just as I promised him. There wasn't going to any other customers. I was going to make sure to take care of him. So when her order was delivered, I asked the rest of the team that was back there with me um, in the store to please follow up and follow through with the customers in, in the order um, while I handled the missing order. When I returned to the man, he, he was still fussing at me. He was uh, causing a scene. I just continued to apologize for any confusion. Uh, we began to address his order. And I actually found the problem that he had. The problem that we encountered was that it it was something as simple as his wife had checked him in, but our system had not tracked him there to pick up his order because his wife was still sitting at home with the cell phone that she had used to check in. Now there's an app system. And when you check in, it will track and let us know when you are within the vicinity, if you're Um, It doesn't tell us exactly where you're at, but it'll tell you how many minutes you're out. They're five minutes out. They're three minutes out. um, One minute out. So a lot of times, if it's not busy, we're able to walk out there and be waiting one minute before they arrive so that their groceries go straight into their vehicle. Um, That's just operating in excellence. On a busy day like this, we can at least see how long they've been waiting so um, apparently the person who originally had checked on him could not find his order. They didn't see his name on the on the handheld. They didn't recognize the last name. Um, it got busy back there. They got sidetracked. They started helping other customers and he was he was forgotten, um, which is not okay, but at the same time, There was, there's a reason why we knew now. And so, um, I explained to him, sir, what is, does your wife have the phone at home? And he says, yes. And, um, we, I just told him, we didn't even know that he had arrived. Although he was still upset, I apologized again. And I told him I would go gather his order as quickly as possible so that he could be on his way. Um, I went back inside, I found his order. And when I returned to his truck to meet him and to load it, he began to apologize he was apologizing so much for being so rude and upset. Now, this entire time, all I did was apologize to him and say, Sir, I just want to make sure we take care of you. I just want to make sure that we're able to find your order. This is what the, what the problem was. You know, um, next time, just call the number. Let us know you're here, but your wife checked in at home. You know, we do everything we can just to explain the problem. So it doesn't feel like it's his fault. And it certainly doesn't feel like it's our fault. But we're here to work together. Um, he actually went on to tell me that he had had a pretty rough day at work. He was tired. He was frustrated. He didn't mean to take it out on me. Um, I just told him it could happen to anyone, and that I hoped that his day got better from that point on. One thing that I'll never forget is the last thing he said to me, and I (laughs) I always laugh when I tell this story, but The first thing that came out of his mouth after all of that and loading his groceries was, Ma'am, do you go to church? (laughs) And I just smiled and I said yes. And his response was so unexpected, but he said, I haven't been to church in a long time. But thank you for being so kind even when I was so mean. It wouldn't make sense to most people, but I know exactly what he was feeling to say that. I knew that my season at this company was short but because of my purpose in life and the connection I had made with those I worked with and my desire to serve others, I was able to respond, not react. It is very important that we know the difference in that and knowing how to respond to people and not react because although it was not my fault, although it was not his fault, Whatever it was that he was upset about, he was not mad at me. He was mad at whatever happened throughout his day. He was maybe hurting. He was tired. He was irritated. Something upset him, and he was not mad at me. And I had to look at it that way, and every single time I encountered a customer like that, and there were many, I always had to say, you know what, they're they're not mad at me. They're mad at whatever has happened within their day. I am here to just smile and to serve them and to help them have a better day. Because when they leave this drive or they leave this store, I want to know that I did something positive in their life and in their day to help uplift them from whatever it was that they had to go through. Because we all go through stuff. And if we get so defensive And start to act like, you're not going to treat me like that. I don't deserve to be treated like that. And I heard it many times. I heard it from so many people. Because you don't want to be treated that way. But we can't react that way to them. Our place and our position right at that moment was to do our job and to do the best that we could. And yes, although we did not deserve to be treated that way. You see what happened in this situation. The apologies over and over and over. Ma'am, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to take it out on you. And it was just a misunderstanding. But he was able to go home feeling like there was still somebody out there that cared. There was still somebody out there that was not going to attack him when he launched an attack. That's how we change the atmospheres. That's how we change the way that our businesses run. That's how we change the way that people respond, react and help them learn how to respond. Even our customers. Because the next time they see you they're going to have a different attitude and they're going to be smiling out of gratitude for what it was that you took the time to do for them. And I want to get on to our last point, seasons. Our third key is what really brings greater understanding to the position that is the present. When we talked about time, we focused on the past and the future determining the present. But making a conscious decision to always keep your mind open to the pattern of seasons is what truly builds the relationship in this fourth dimension. Seasons are the determined time for things to manifest. Let me say that again. That is so powerful. Seasons are the determined time for things to manifest. This time period is characterized by a particular circumstance or feature. Meaning something that has happened has led you to the season. It is a part of the plan in a person's life. And between seasons, we experience a smooth transition. Smooth transition meaning what's going to happen is going to happen. It's how we handle it. It's how we accept it. It's how we receive it. It's how we um, progress through it. That's what makes it smooth. It's going to happen. That transition will happen. But how are you going to walk through that transition? There have been seasons um, when temperatures have dropped significantly overnight. Now we're talking about the seasons as in, you know, uh, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Um, And so the temperatures will drop overnight, but as the sun rises, the temperature heats up and it returns to what we experienced the day before, right? And uh, here in Florida, we might have like a cold snap in the evening, but you better believe that by 9 a.m., we are back up in the 70s, um, 80s. 90s and then all of a sudden it'll drop especially in the winter it'll drop to the 40s and next thing you know you're waking up it's 50 degrees and boom it's 75. And so we experience these different seasons and we're familiar with with the ones where we live, right? So we know how to respond to them. Um however, the extreme drop in temperature had the potential to tragically affect the plants outside. And they're not used to the cold weather. I know I've shared on several several of our podcasts I love to garden. I love to take care of my plants. Um, we're kind of in an off season right now, but um we pay attention we have to pay attention to those things because it will shock your plant when the temperatures change. It can get so hot that it'll just burn your plant up. Your tomatoes will have burn spots on them. Um, it'll get so cold that they'll just begin to wither because it, they they don't know how to respond. Um, and so it'll affect the plants outside that are not used to the weather. but but I want you to hear this. If I expect the temperature to drop, I can take special care in making sure that my plants are protected or brought in. To stay safe from the sudden change. Did you hear that? I. Me. Me as a business owner. I can take special care of my plants. If I see that there is a sudden change getting ready to happen. And I can recognize it. I can take special care of my plants. And bring them in. To protect them. Bring them in overnight. And then take them back out when everything is safe. I want you to hear this, if we truly care about our employees that are with us in this season, we take special care to protect them from any sudden change. Knowing the season that they are in within our company allows us to take special care in helping them transition when the season is changing. Whether they are moving on to other opportunities, or the management and business owner feels that they no longer fit in the position, there is an element of care that is portrayed to help them continue to be successful in their future. So even if you have an employee whose season is up, or maybe they're out of season, but you're able to recognize that, you're able to take special care in watching them through that transition. Instead of just putting them in a position of cutting them off, putting them outside in the freezing weather and something tragic happening, they lose their finances. They lose their ability to feed their family. They don't know where to go. They're feeling inadequate. They're feeling like they can't accomplish anything. They're feeling like a failure. We can change that in understanding who they are because I believe it was last week or the week before I shared that there are opportunities where if we have someone working for us and they're just not quite fitting in, but you know their passions and you know what they're good at, you know their heart, and you know they want to work. They want to work hard, but maybe they just can't grasp the concept of whatever um, duty or job description you have given them because it's not them. Sometimes we just don't fit in in certain areas. You can't put um, a round peg into a, or I'm sorry, a square peg into a a round hole. You know, sometimes we just don't fit in, but we have to find our place. And you may know somebody who works in an industry that does and provides the very thing that that employee will thrive in. And you're able to make a smooth transition and saying, listen, I don't feel like it's working out here. I'm I'm not quite sure if you're really gonna be able to grab hold of of what it is that I'm needing you to do, but I, I've I've recognized, I've noticed that you have a passion to do this or you love doing this and have you always wanted to do that? And at that moment being able to say, you know, I know somebody, why don't you go visit this colleague of mine or this um business owner that's a good friend of mine, why don't you go and talk to them? They may be able to help you. They might be able to offer a solution or maybe they may know somebody else if they don't happen to have any open positions. But I really, really think that you would do well over there. We have just done a step above in showing how much we care for the people that are genuinely there wanting to do something to help our business grow. And even if they don't fit because they were so desperate to just find something, a position to help them feed their family or um, take care of themselves or just do something with their life, even if it didn't work out, you still cared enough to really think through, um, you know what, I gave you the time to prove yourself, but I also got to know you really well. We are so important business owners. And, and today I'm specifically talking to the business owners. I know we, we break in and, and, and we teach and want to coach and train employees as well and customer service and so many different aspects. But talking about the, the seasons and the time and the intention, we can do so much more to build that family relationship once again within our companies, and knowing who is working for us, who is giving their all, bringing their heart to the table, laying it out, and seeing that we care in return. So I'm going to leave you with that. Next week we're going to be talking about Love Connects. Um, Thank you for allowing me to share with you again. Um, This is my passion to help you grow, to help your employees grow, um, and to really, really step in in helping us understand our purpose and our place in serving our customers. So I will talk to you next week or I'll see you right back here on Friday for Faith-Filled Fridays. I just wanna encourage you, have a great day. Um, You are doing amazing things in your company. Keep going forward, keep the relationships rolling and just watch what happens. The time, intention and season will lead to the successful transition.